Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Class Clown Podcast. This is the first episode for the week here on the show. Thank you again for joining me this week. How did you like that? Showbiz Bro episode, that Macho Chismisan episode with Makoy Prare, with Ingo, and with Tito Peach. That was a trip, man. I liked that episode a lot because I, uh, fun fact, I shot that, I recorded, shot today, like it was a video. I recorded that episode the same day I did the Cool Pals anniversary second anniversary episode and we'll talk about that down the ways a little bit later on the show but i i woke up bright and early for those two recordings i talked to mccoy who i've known for a while and who also happens to be a wrestling fan believe it or not and i've also talked to ingo before on their previous the previous iteration of their show. I've also I've met Tito Peach once, just just that time. But he's been an active member of the Cool Pals community, shall we say. And being part of that um, conversation, trying to dig into the minds of these guys, trying to see how they work and what they find funny. It's always an interesting thing for me to do. I uh I met McCoy a while back when he was doing the uh Showbiz Bro episodes for good times. I I was on I was fortunate to be a part of that show in what little way that I was as a call taker and, and because I was moderately entertaining I got to board and talk to people from time to time, but that's where he and I uh, got to meet, you know, got to interact and talk and find out that he was also a wrestling fan was just icing on the cake because wrestling fans, man, they have a way of finding each other. Let me tell you, they just, no matter where I am in whatever office group of friends, party, or, or or social environment that I'm in, I always find at least one wrestling fan. I've found wrestling fans as far as Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, out here in California, in an office that I used to work at in Makati, just the most random places, in an improv class, believe it or not. And just the most random places you find wrestling fans and you just bond over the fact that you still watch this shit that people have outgrown. And it's incredible, you know? And then right after I did that recording with Machong Chismisan, I got to jump on the call for the second anniversary special of the Cool Pals. They wanted to do something special for all their listeners and they wanted to talk about 
they sorry, they wanted to talk to rather their significant others. And so the whole thing wasn't biased. They wanted me to host it because I guess I'm an okay host. I don't know. I, I have difficulty believing that I can actually interview people properly. Like I though I'm not an interviewer. I know other people out there who are better interviewers. But I, whenever I do this, have to talk to somebody I don't know or I have to talk to people who I'm not particularly familiar with about the topic I'm not particularly familiar with. I try and use that as a learning experience. It's the, it's the improv training that I've gotten, I guess, that allows me to do that. To maintain an open mind and ask people about things and places and, and what have you, you know. So that's, I guess, why I was fortunate enough to do this. I, I don't know. But I, I like being able to do episodes like that because, number one, the cool pals are my friends. It may not sound like it, but they are. They are. They are. Uh, they are nice people. They're great guys who I've worked with multiple times and have nothing but nice things to say. And for them to see me and say that, hey, maybe he can do this, it was pretty special, you know. I'll tell you one thing. One of the past 18 months of this pandemic, has been really, really difficult, right? None of us have had an easy time with things. Between government mistrust and health issues and just things going wrong in every which way, we've all had a difficult time. And one of the things that actually helped me get through difficult times was talking to other comedians, you know, was being able to talk to them and laugh because they say laughter is the best medicine and it might not work with COVID. In fact, it might probably make COVID worse because laughter produces droplets and nobody wants that, right? But laughing with friends makes you forget uh, about how hard everything has been. You know, it makes you forget about you not being able to go outside or not being able to do things you usually do, right? Like, I never really enjoyed going out. I have considered myself pretty much a homebody because I only left for open mics, right? Like, that's the only time I would actually leave the house for open mics, for shows, for the occasional podcast recording. But that's probably it. There's nothing more than that. You know, I don't go out and, and party anymore or see friends on a social occasion anymore because that isn't really something I'm comfortable with. However, when the pandemic happened, I, happened, I was desperate, in desperate need of some outside exposure. And you couldn't get that because you were locked in your homes, right? And you couldn't. Uh, get outside your, your front door without 
being arrested or told to go back inside or catching COVID even. There are people during the pandemic who've lost jobs and even those with jobs lost their transportation. They had to walk miles just to get to where they needed to be. You know, and everybody was just destroyed during this time. And so the fact that I get to talk with comedians on a regular basis, even if it was just shooting the shit, even if it was just us, you know, crapping on each other as comedians do, you know, the light gagohan, the gagohan with care, as Gabe Mercado calls it, is something that you desperately needed during this time. I love that I got that. I love that I got that. A little update uh, from this part of the world. I uh, feel like things are starting to go back to normal. You know, little by little, things have started opening up again. Restaurants. Venues, theaters, movie houses, sports stadiums have started effect, uh, started accepting fans back. So because the vaccination process here has been very, very aggressive, I mean, you had people cold calling your house asking if you or a loved one have already been vaccinated. It goes to show how desperate America wants Things to go back to normal and even back home in in the Philippines with what I've been hearing from my family and my friends, vaccination has also been steadily progressing. The people in my own household, my uncles and my aunts and my cousins have also been vaccinated. Uh, our, Our helpers back home have also gotten all their shots in. So Things are slowly going back to normal, which leads me to this week's topic. Ten minutes in, what have you done during the pandemic? Now, I'm not placing a burden on all of you. You're required to have a new skill set during this time. Because, you know, we were all just focused on getting by, Right? We were all just focused on trying to survive. I know I was. My 2020 wasn't the most ideal because I was left alone in the Philippines. Everybody that I knew, my mom, my dad, my three siblings, all fled to the U.S. or all lived in the U.S. for the time. When I say fled, it sounded like they left me on purpose. It's not that. They just flew out and they couldn't come back because of the pandemic. And now that they could, and now that we're all here together and I'm starting to see things open up again, I can't help but feel like that 18 months that I was alone was just spent on me surviving. You know, it was just spent on me trying to get to the next thing. And I don't want it to be like that. I don't want it to be the thing that I remember 2024. Because I see other people and I see them start their own Umipantesal business, become platitos, platitas, you know, figure out things on on their own, right? I'm not saying I need to compare myself 
to other people, but I don't feel like I utilized that time properly. Now, at the same time, it's not like I'm out here trying to learn a new language or something. You know, I'm not signing up for a master class right now, but I just, I don't know. I just feel like you could have done more. I could have done more. And I demand more from myself, more than this podcast, more than the occasional stand-up show or me working out whenever I feel like it. You know, more than just taking up the occasional exercise or learning how to cook two new things during this pandemic. It feels like now I want to feel like I didn't waste my the 18 months that was given. Like I said, it's not a burden. You are not pressured to do so. Because if you were perfectly content by surviving, with surviving the pandemic, then that's all anybody can ask for. About the fact that you didn't get COVID or the fact that you were able to maintain a job, stay safe indoors, not have to go to work, or not have to commute to work with great difficulty. And there are plenty of things that I can be thankful for because I fall under all those categories. I still had the job, right? I still had, I started this podcast, which was already a bonus. So I don't really know why I'm complaining, but it feels like I am, right? It feels like I could have used this time better. I don't know. Do you guys feel like you could have used this time better? Is that something you could have used? Was was the time in the in the pandemic used wisely? Did you pick up a new skill? Or did you survive it and you're okay with that? Let me know. Because I am trying to process things here. Trying to see where this goes from here. Do we just go back to normal? You know, do we walk outside our doors without masks on anymore? I think masks should stay on until the foreseeable future because we've already spent so much on masks, guys. And I mean, industries that have pivot into mask making that it would be a shame if that just becomes a fad. You know what I mean? Like if people just start not wearing masks, kawawa naman yung mga mask makers natin. So it's just, let's, let's at least do it for them and, you know, do it for public health and safety also. But just mostly for people to stay in business. Sayang naman yung mga copper mask na binili nyo, di ba? Sa Lazada <laughs> or wherever. Sayang naman yun. So at least put that to, to good use. And also, just please continue exercising proper hygiene. Uh, although I will say that because I am fully vaccinated now, I am so glad I can go back to not washing my hands again because it's it's the worst. I hate washing my hands. It's just It makes my skin dry. My hands get wet. It makes them itchy. It's just, uh, it's just the worst feeling for me right now. So i rather just, you know, elbow pop. Although elbow bumps are also interesting. Because elbow bumps, 
You can't really be creative with an elbow bump. But you can't have a fancy elbow bump uh, handshake, right? You know what I mean? Like, sa handshakes, you can do creative things to them. There's whole choreographies around that. But elbow bump, like, what's the worst? That's the best thing you can do with an elbow bump. Drop an elbow on a person. That's not really very creative. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad the elbow bumps are disappearing. And maybe I should go back to washing my hands. Anyway, if I were to do something with my time, and I mean, there's still time. For all we know, this these variants just get worse and worse, and we could go back into another lockdown, right? And if that happens, I think I know how to make use of my time properly, and I know what skills I would want as part of my arsenal, you know? Firstly, I want to learn a new language. That's something I should have done. It's easy enough to do, and because nowadays you can just listen to audiobooks about it, or take take some Rosetta Stone classes or what have you, you know, just online things you find online. Of course, you find online things online. That sounds redundant, but you know what I mean. I would also, if I were to learn a new language, it'll be Chinese. I do not know Chinese, even if I am uh, Chinese. I. That's why I don't know Chinese. So I don't know Spanish. That would be cool. But I would need to prioritize Chinese for two reasons. Number one, I don't want my grandmother to rise up from her grave and beat me. You know what I mean? Like if she finds out that I prioritized another language that has nothing to do with my heritage, I feel like some, some ancient dragon shit is going to come and drag me from my bed uh, insidious style. So we don't need that right now. So uh, I want to learn Chinese uh, for my family. And also, I want to learn Chinese because I at least need to know how to say, hey, I'm on your side, you know, for when for when China comes and takes the Philippines. You know, <laughs> I need to learn how to say, don't arrest me, please, in Mandarin. Because... That might seem very helpful. Uh, in all honesty, though, I was in China uh, a few years ago for some comedy. And I met up with the, a few local comedians there who perform in Mandarin but are actually white. The white people know more Chinese than the Chinese guy. And I bet every single waiter who took our order or clerk who helped us out in the store, all had the time of their life when they started talking to me in Mandarin and this other dude started replying and he was way, way Caucasian. So it just, it sounded like, it sounds like a YouTube prank, really. I should get on that. Maybe go viral that way. Now, I'm not discounting the value that this podcast has had on my life. It's a very important pivot that I cherish to this day. Even the solo pods with that, which I've started doing have allowed me to process my time during the corona era very well. 
I know that this this podcast is also important for the five or six of you that listen to it on a regular basis. Thank you for doing that. But at the end of the day, I feel like we can all do a little bit better. You know what I mean? I feel like we can all do a little bit more. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, for this week, we have another comedy episode coming out to you. Like I said, one of the things I looked forward to was whenever I get to talk to comedians. And right now, and for Friday's episode, rather, I got to talk to the guys of The Kids Are Asleep. That's Mike Sadi, Jethro Trogo, and the new face of Life Philippines, Mr. Jeps Galliot. Uh, we don't really talk about that because that episode was already recorded before that commercial dropped. But uh, needless to say, we have great fun talking comedy, catching up, shooting the shit. And I hope you guys enjoy that episode. But for the meantime, this has been the solo pod of the Class Cloud podcast with Chino Liao. Thank you for always listening. Like, share, and subscribe to me on Spotify. Leave me a review on Wherever you get this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, you know, if you find my podcast on there, leave me a decent review and a agreeable number of stars just so the world knows that this podcast exists. Also, if you like something I said, if you disagreed with something that I said, if something I said offends you, let me know on my social media Tag me at Chino Supersized. Until next time, goodbye. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia.